show me your leadership capabilities. <laughs> <laughs> That should be the starting. Uh, the starting <laughs> show me your leadership capabilities. It's big. It's black. It's about watches. Welcome to the Big Black Clock Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of the BBC. Not not the news, not the British. Obviously not the news because nobody's yeah. listening to us. <laughs> not for the same reason. <laughs> we so, were mentioned in monochrome this week. Yeah. As stuff to avoid. <laughs> was it? No, it wasn't actually. It was Stay a, away. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy says that we were laid back. We were on monochrome. The yeah. guy talked about, uh, he was interviewing someone. He's like, yeah, there's a podcast out there, The Big Black Clock. And he says it's. He goes. It was tougher. To, he goes, but we we take it very lightly and it's enjoyable. But he was comparing our podcast to another podcast, a Dutch yeah. podcast. Yeah. And he says, but it was harder. He had trouble understanding us more, but the jokes because it's not in Dutch; it's in English, right? But he's. Uh, <laughs> and I'm on the podcast, and nobody <laughs> understands me ever. So. No, we don't. That's true. We <laughs> <laughs> don't. What did you just say? <laughs> You're like what, you 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 got in good like one of those dogs yeah. that can press oh all those God. buttons on the floor. Uh, yeah, exactly. To like walk me, walk me. <laughs> <laughs> like that Jesus yeah. you're about that good right exactly or that, that I'm like one of the those chimp that could do side yeah, language right say, I'm one of those primates, primates. like I ask for a banana <laughs> feed me but you're uh, still smarter like if you do then want a chimp or a banana no but would you would you like if you were playing tic-tac-toe against a chimp like you'd still win like might three out of five <laughs> might still you, lose no you win three out of five Six, you know? 60% of the you time you pretty win that you win that series you know five times out of seven <laughs> Or, 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 or maybe eight. It's I, I get to the final. <laughs> you know, yeah. you still win. So that's that's a, that's definitely. I'm, I'm proud that's of you, a Carl. Win. Yeah, that's a win. You keep it up. You're brave. Yeah, bless your heart, Carl. Bless your heart. You keep doing what you're doing. Fight the good fight. Yeah. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. So th- this week we have a <laughs> we have a friend of the podcast back on it again, Rafi. Yes. Hello. How you doing? Good to back. Good to be back here. You couldn't doing stay well. away, could you? I cannot. <laughs> you're back. You tasted the BBC and it's like I need it I'm again. Back. <laughs> <laughs> You've been back enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back. No, you've been back enough. Been back enough. <laughs> uh, so, quick wrist check. Um, I'll, I'll send it to Kevin. I think we're something new this week. As, yes, as usual, every week well, it's a new watch. Well, I want to pull out the stats. Can you go to someone first? Uh, just okay. have the stats. I just want to. I'll go to there. someone I'll first. The reference. So this week I'm wearing uh, a, a watch that I just acquired, and uh, we recently interviewed this new brand. They're a local brand from Montreal. They're called Aeron, or Heron. Uh, they have just released a new watch, and the production just started. Uh, we get a, we had an opportunity to chat with them, and we will release the interview with them uh, shortly. Uh, it, this watch is called Gladiator, and they're trying to... Uh, I think the concept of the watch was to make it almost like a you know an everywhere watch. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a diver because it's a uh, hundred meter water resistance, but it's a watch that's dressy enough that you can wear it for any occasion. It's um, it's uh, uh, dressy enough. It's uh, uh, affordable enough, and it's well built. I think it's a nice offering from this brand that's just starting. So you know, wishing those guys all the best to continue their. Uh, to, to continue their business and hoping that this is work this works for them, uh, it's a forty one millimeter. That was like so correct. <laughs> it's a forty one millimeter. Uh, Which all successful endeavors. <laughs> you could call it a desk diver with a rotating bezel. I, I have it on a I have a, a white dial on a slate colored uh, rubber strap. Really cool. I think you know. I think uh, and we posted some pictures on Instagram. I think this is 
nice. I think this is very, very versatile. And um, I've been wearing it just for one day so far, uh, enjoying it quite a bit. Um, I think the only comment that I would make probably about this watch is that the crown is a little bit maybe too small for my liking. It's a bit difficult to get to it in the first place. But other than that, I think in terms of design, shape, and size, uh, it's a really, really they got good it right. offering. Yeah, they got it right. Well, thank you for that insight and kind consideration. You're welcome. It's very, very polite. <laughs> it, was, it was like I, uh, I I'm, I'm known for being lead. polite, so this is... <laughs> yeah, the, the early podcast when you were talking about your Amazon review, that was... Wow, he let him have it. Oh, it was so good. He's yeah. like, I have to say, I'm thoroughly disappointed. I'm like, whoa, whoa. They're going to need therapy after this. Holy shit. I, I have to say, I'm just disappointed. So, uh, if once you're done uh, shitting on me, uh, never. what's uh, <laughs> That's never. Yeah. Who's never next? Ending. It's infinite. Normally, you have to pay for that kind of action, right? Uh, wait, you guys get paid? <laughs> Uh, I'm wearing a Frank Mueller Casablanca. This is the reference 2852. So it is a platinum rotor uh, inscribed. It's a um, really nice, um, and they put it as a unisex watch because it's it's a very tonneau shaped um, uh, watch. It's more on the the smaller size of of watches in itself. Very nice. one thing too bad they didn't put an exposed case back because the movement is beautiful. Is this new? It's a plat. Yeah, well, it's from the nineties, you know. But uh, new, new to him. <laughs> new to no, me, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But that's why I'm asking. Yeah. No, but and then, so this one I purchased directly from Chrono Twenty Four. I tend to find so just for people out there, if you're shopping and you you're not quite sure who you want to buy from for certain watches, certain brands stuff. Chrono Twenty Four is really great. They send you a certificate of authenticity. If you're not happy, you can return it. <clears throat> they reach out to you very very clean about. They communicate very quickly with you about everything you need to know about the watch. They're fantastic. So I bought my Omega Dynamic from them as well. And I'm just really, really happy. And um, The hands on this are really nice. Oh, really wonderful, yeah. You see the blue. Yeah, 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 exactly. So uh, Frank Mueller, is, um, he, he was very, very relevant in the, it, it, during a specific amount of time. And he's, he's still today. They just came out with a, a new um, uh, Grail watch um, uh, collection series about from Frank Mueller and his complications. So he's known for having the most incredible complications and, and watchmaking skills. So anyway, just a, a fantastic watch. Really happy to have it. Uh, what about you, Rafi? What are you wearing? I just realized that maybe I should have changed it from the last time, but I'm wearing again my Panerai because it's wonderful. Uh, the reference 914, uh, I, it's on the same uh, calfskin, brown calfskin strap. Uh, yeah. So it's the you latest know, acquisition. And when I was uh, in New York, yes, I bought a strap for my Panerai. On your own? Or somebody else was really <laughs> <as well? laughs> We were there. Uh, we were there too. <laughs> but it's on my own? No, no, you no. just you didn't just include us in your when story. I wow, guys, <laughs> <laughs> I felt, we felt so left out. Felt left out eh? Well, you know what? Tell us about your trip to New York when yeah, you were there. Yeah. Goodness gracious! <laughs> You're very. Uh, you guys are emotional, eh? It's uh, emotions are running high. Yeah, it's yeah. all that uh, alcohol we're drinking. Those exactly. virgin we're not even Cuba, drinking this. Virgin Cuba Libres. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My virgin water here. Um, so I, I went. I went to the Panama store and I bought myself a. A strap very similar to that. Mine's a little bit. Uh, it's green and it has a more of a suede. Which panorama store did you go to? Uh, the one on Madison. Okay. Avenue. Yeah. Is it? I didn't go to that one. That's why I'm asking. It's nice. It was small, but they had a lot of straps there. 
they're, they're all table. in the process of moving as well. Yeah, they're process of moving. Yeah, yeah on Fifth, uh, on Madison Avenue to another location, but it gives it such a great uh, feel because of the way that this strap has a little bit of an it's embossed. Yes, so there's a little bit of like that hump, right? So love that, and I got a green one. So I'll, I'll uh, if you look at m on the Instagram. Uh, I have a picture of my pen right on that green strap because okay. it's very, very nice. And I'm, yeah, because I was wearing, I, I, I tried on yours. I was like, it's great. Very nice. What are the dimensions of this pen right? 44 millimeter. 44, eh? And, and that's the way that's to go to me. That's, the, yeah. that's how Panerai intended well, to be. Well, 44 for the Luminor and 45 for yeah. the Radio Mirror, right? Exactly. Then then you have the forty seven. You get now these duo these thirty forty two. The nineteen fifties, I think, are forty seven. Some of them. Yeah, some of them, the big ones, right? Yeah. I like yeah. I like this one better, by the way. Then the, the Iran. It sits nicer than the main, I find. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you heard it here, guys. Yeah, but you also jump from uh, forty four panorama uh, yeah, to a yeah. main. That's yeah. a huge so <laughs> difference. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. so don't don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> one thing to say is that there's an adjustment period for if you, especially if you're going from forty four to thirty eight, there's of a course. huge difference. Of course. When I got my explorer uh, I, I went to the store wearing my Speedmaster, which is 42. Uh, as soon as they, they as soon as they, they took out my Explorer, and I was like, hey, here, here you go, you, you can put it on. I put it on, I'm like, oh my God, I made a mistake, it's too small. Seriously, like, my first thought was like, oh my That's God, I don't know if I'm going to... said too, the first time she saw you. First of all, she doesn't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was too She's easy. Like, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, so, okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I'm too drunk. So I don't. Have, I, I don't, don't want to pay for a taxi right now. I don't want to pay oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so back, back to my story. That's a lot more interesting. Um, it was the same thing, right? When you go from like even forty-two to thirty-six is a lot. It took me about thirty minutes before I was like, okay, you know, no, no, actually, it fits well. It, it's nice. So I, I feel like you wearing your forty-four millimeter going uh, to thirty-eight. Yeah, is you're right. It's, it's a big. It's, yeah, it's it terrible. messes with your head a little bit. It does. It does. Um, I, I'm not gonna argue. You're right. And this week, I'm still wearing my Duxa Army with the bronze slash green bezel. Um, been wearing that watch a lot, as well as the Spitfire. They're pretty much the two watches right now having a rotation. Um, really good purchase. Like, I didn't think I would love Duxa that much. Like, I knew I, I would love it because I was looking into it for quite some time. Like, the brand and after that, the, the Army. But the more I'm wear wearing it, the more I like it. And I think if you want to hear a great episode we did, I'm not sure of the number, but you can go find it, is if you start a watch collection for a thousand bucks, I ref I bring in Doxa, and not to talk about the watch in itself, but I talk a little bit about the history, yep. and it's a lot of fun, so go listen to that one, because that'll, uh, that'll, I think, get you interested on it. And coming back to <clears throat> what we were saying about photos versus real life, I looked at that Doxa, and I saw the photos online, and the way it looks in real life, and the way the, the, the steel is shaped... I find it looks so much nicer in person. In person, yeah. just the way the machining is done of the steel on that one. Yeah, the yeah. Doxa is uh, spectacular. A lot of watch for the money and um, a geek brand. It is. It's a fun geek brand that is. Um, yeah, the people. And if you know enough about it, or if you like Clive Cussler, uh, all those uh, marine uh, those books from Clive Cussler, where um, what's the name of the main character? James Bond. Dirk. No. Dirk different. something. Dirk. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki. That's, uh, that. that's nope. uh, Team America. Dirk yeah. or Dirk? Yeah. <laughs> but Dirk uh, something, Dr. Dirk or whatever, He's uh, he wears a doxa in it. Yeah. Dirk Pitt? Yes. He See, looked I it up. It. No, I know. I never do. <laughs> we, we don't have laptops. <laughs> Dirk Pitt. Starting here. Yeah. So Dirk <laughs> in Pitt and the Clive Custers wears a doxa. And so did Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> so. He also wore a Vostok yeah. from Russia. And Russia is not very popular nowadays. 
Tell me. Here you go. <laughs> Is there a reason why? <laughs> why? What would they do? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> what did I miss they the news? What? <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Is Whitney? What is Whitney Houston think about? I don't know. Message, Kurt Cobain. message Michael Jackson. Kurt Cobain. Yeah. See what John Lennon thinks about. Oh us. god. <laughs> Anywho, so this week uh, we thought we go through uh, some watch releases. I think we all have two picks. Yeah, we want to just share. There was a lot going on. We're like, we're trying to fit these in the episode, but you know, people want to. Well, we had to do a on. small catch up, but it's not a big catch up. Everything is pretty recent. Say catch up. Um, yeah, exactly. Ketchup. I don't say business. I say business. <laughs> <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> uh, let's catch up this business. <laughs> <laughs> catch up uh, on this business. <laughs> uh, and that's it. Done. We're done. <laughs> that was it. No. Crappy. Um, yeah. So we go clockwise on this one. And we'll start with you, Dima. Oh, wow. So, so much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So the first watch I want to talk about is a brand that I uh, that I really like, and uh, we got a chance to also meet at uh, Wind Up when we were in New York. They're called Fair. They 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 make really really high quality watches, and we got uh, we had an opportunity to see them in person uh, in New York. They the finishing on their the watches is amazing. They have decorated cases, and they also put a lot of interesting color into the watches. So they're more like colorful, more uh, upbeat, let's say, than standard offerings from uh, a lot of other different brands. The creative. So the watches that uh, uh, they, they just recently released, uh, I want to talk about. It's uh, they made three models. They're called uh, Chrono Classics, and they were inspired by uh, the Olympic Games, specifically uh, referring to uh, paying homage to the Olympic Games uh, starting at 1912, uh, pre-1912. Uh, every judge at Olympic events was sourcing their own watches, so they were supplied by different brands, and they kind of had their own pocket watches to, to time events. At uh, as of 1912, uh, the International Olympic Committee uh, decided to standardize everything and provide everybody with the same exact uh, timekeeping solution, or the same exact clock, same exact uh, uh, chronograph. So to embrace this event they released three different models of chronographs all of them are named after uh, british olympic champions and uh, first one is a blue version uh, which is um, which has an interesting i think navy piquet dial and it's called jackson named after arnold jackson who won a gold medal in 1500 meters in stockholm and stockholm was the uh, was the location of the 1912 olympics the second watch is, is has a copper dial and it's you know sometimes you would call them maybe salmon dials uh, I, I kind of tend to call them salmon dials but it's technically mm. a copper dial it's another it's another version of that watch that's called Meredith named after Leonard Meredith who took gold in the cycling team pursuit in 1908 and the last watch is uh, has a magenta dial and that one is called Swan, named after Sydney Swan, who was the only Cambridge member of in the Great Britain and won uh, an Olympic gold in the t as part of the team in the rowing uh, event. <coughs> Those three watches are available as of November 17th, and we're recording this is the day after, so they're available as of now. They uh, they go for 2,400 US dollars. Uh, a few interesting things about those watches is that they're using a movement by this micro, well, micro, they're using this movement by a, 
by uh, Dubois Desprez, which is a Swiss movement maker founded like 100 years ago in mm-hmm. 1901. And they're very prominent suppliers of in the watch industry. They supply not just movements, but also they do modules to, to different brands. A good example is uh, if you you know if you think of a famous brand, uh, AP Royal Oak Offshore Chronograph actually has a modular movement that has uh, Dubois Desprez Chronograph module installed on top of it. Mm-hmm. So they're quite famous and they have a lot of history. Cool movement. So this watch is uh, it's a 39 millimeter uh, chronograph. What I think is really amazing is that comparing to chron- similarly placed chronographs, this watch also is only 13.2 millimeters thick. Hmm. A lot of watches for that price uh, feature maybe, let's say, a, a TA chronographs or a Seiko chronographs. A lot of times, if you think of like a Hamilton Auto Chrono, they have like a 15.6 thickness in their case. This is very thin. I think it's 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 the same thickness as a chronograph at a much higher value, much higher price. Uh, 43 hours of power reserve and 10 atmospheres, which is great, I think, for a chronograph. A lot better than a Speedmaster, as you guys would enjoy hearing. It's, you know, common so, knowledge. So, some would common say knowledge, that. Yeah. Common, some. some would say. Yeah. So, really, really cool. Three different colors. Uh, fair in general is amazing. I've when we get a chance to see them in person. I like the finishing is, I would say, impeccable. Very high quality cases. They take a lot of attention in making uh, their watches. They are very open about where they get uh, all of the components. And the one thing is I haven't mentioned yet is that every watch features an open case back and the case backs and the movements are decorated. So you get a lot of value, I think, for that price, for 23, well, 23.95 USD. So Canadian is about what? About $3,000 maybe, maybe a bit more than that. It's a really, really good offer. It's a bi-compact chronograph, really good offer for that price. Really happy with what they do. Meredith are sold out. Meredith sold out. They, are they limited edition? Uh, no, well, I, no, they're not. By batch? No, they're yeah. not. So yeah, the way okay. they're not, they're small batch productions. So mm. the first batch is probably sold out now. Yeah. They will do another one in December. But but yeah, for, for me, it's a home run. Like the the design of the case, the side of the case. It's, it's, it, and like, it's small enough. At 39, yes. Yeah. At 39 millimeters, the, the 13.2 millimeters thickness, I think it's mm. key, especially considering the fact that they have some yeah. fire crystals on both sides. Yeah. The, the one that's a copper dial with the blue numerals and the blue ends. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The o- nice. only thing, only notes I have for Ferrer is on the, the crown, their logo for me, it's the Star Trek logo. I, t- I said that in the initial, uh, <laughs> yeah. right? It's yeah. a it's a star Star Trekky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've never really watched Star Trek, so it doesn't really do anything. Like you tell me that I'm I've more never watched Star Trek either, yeah. but you know I can. But you see, I didn't, never thought about it. He said it, and now that's all I can see. What about? <laughs> have you? I said it when we, we did the episode on micro brands in the future. I was like, yeah, it's this, that's the one gripe I had. <laughs> oh yeah, but they're very nice people. We met them and wind up they're very kind, very passionate about their watches. Well, you have to be. If you do watches that, that I think good some looking. some some you I find some can be more passionate than others. Other mm. ones have a different reasons for passion. They're passionate yeah. on the watches they do. But yeah, the is it a chapter ring for the tachymeter? Uh, yeah, yeah, like different color in white with oh no, that, for me it's really yeah, nice. the color combination is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. they they've they got been always right. yeah they've been always like hitting it on the nail mm. with the color combinations. And the case back is fairer the of all their watches. The case back is. Is, yeah, is they really nice. yeah exactly. And then you know, like once we actually saw them at wind up, 
we got to hold those watches mm-hmm. in person. They are in the watch. S- yeah, they're super super well built. I can't tra- like some of some of the brands that we've seen. They are probably one of the ones that stood out the most. Everything you see on pictures, it's it's exactly how it is. So y- you would say you like them? Yeah, I have a slight, okay. you know, affection. <laughs> I guess. What is that? I have nothing. You don't know what that means, but but that's what people we call say it. That. That's what you say. Well, yeah. Okay. God damn. <laughs> so it's. I think it's a win for all of us, right? Is it for all of us or just for fair mostly? For fair, but like, yeah, okay, we'll they're gonna like make it. money. Kevin, do you want to go next? Yes. Sorry that you guys had to hear all that. So now <laughs> let's get into something. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry, you guys. No. <laughs> so yeah, let's delete all everything that was said before. Yeah. Uh, Dimitri, and we're Dimitri back. scathing <laughs> enthusiasm, right? Um, oh, the the brand I'm sharing is something a little bit uh, different and micro band as well. I want to go in something a little bit smaller. On this one as well, I'm not sure I, what I feel about the logo. The brand is called Selton. You guys can, uh, if you look it up, the, the Selton actually started um, as a Kickstarter campaign and it took multiple years to be able to get uh, the watch out. Not multiple years. It took quite a bit of time, uh, almost 10 months after the campaign had ended. So essentially, it was a, a company, a founder started by Leonardo Sai, uh, a native of uh, British Hong Kong. And uh, what he did was he was... Um, Kind of like the guy from Reservoir in the sense he was working in, in J.P. Morgan. He was in finance. And then he wanted to to build a, a, a watch brand. So what he did was he uh, took the quality um, what he saw uh, from uh, German watchmaking, German watches. Uh, and then he decided to serve that as the inspiration for for this brand, Selton. So what he did was he had funded this on Kickstarter to, to begin. And uh, what he did was he came out with... Um, a line called the Series Zero Zero. Uh, wait, he's trying to turn the screen. Yeah. Yes. It's S E L T N. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Zero Zero. <laughs> the right one. What makes this watch pretty unique and I think very interesting is that, firstly, it 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 has a very unique dial to begin with. They use meteorite and aventurine dials for all of the two uh, types of watches. Um, that's the first thing that you would you'll notice. The, there's two different lines within the series other than the meteorite dial itself. They also have a different set of hands between the two types of watch. So one of them has like an, a, a loop. One of them has uh, more of, an, of a Dauphine style or arrow hand. So the point is that this is kind of has this like rugged effect, but also very dressy and very almost space kind of idea, like almost like because it has the meteor dial, venturing dial, makes it, it's quite beautiful just when the light hits it just right. Uh, great contrast of both color and texture. The What's also unique is that in this watch, they're using a Miyota 9132. What does that mean? Is that, well, it's a Miyota 9132, but what it also comes with is a 24-hour do, uh, complication. But what he, what, this, what this what Selton has done is that they modified the 24-hour complication to put a moon and sun mm. um, uh, display. a display or yeah. mod- modification to that complication. So as your watch is going through day and night, it'll it'll rotate as well along with that. As opposed to a date. As opposed to a date or, or, or a 24-hour clock. Yes. So the watch comes in at 40 millimeters, which is a pretty nice sweet spot. 13 millimeters thick, sapphire crystal, 40 millimeters lug to lug. 50 meters water resistance and it comes on in a bracelet or you can actually put it on a nice strap 
the color scheme of this watch is very Dimitri oriented. Very Dimitri oriented. <laughs> Tones of gray. <laughs> um, and what's great is that they're using actual meteorite onto the dial. Uh, but and that's it, cachet. And it looks, that's the cachet. That's the cachet, and it's and it's really creative on the way that they are able to build it. The level of detail and quality from what you're seeing in the pictures are actually quite high. Um, the watches were going on Kickstarter for something like 300 bucks, and now they're about 600 bucks, which is still very, very yeah, nice. 580 USD. 580 USD. They were able to, they also took the rotor off, put in a custom rotor on the back to make it part of what they did for Selton. So you have a workhorse movement, you can put in a nice little, um, uh, it comes with a, a, a clasp that has polish, while the bezel is, has a different level of brushing. So they, you can put it as well on a leather strap. They've had pictures of it on on smooth cordovan. They also have it on like uh, in, alligator embossed. Um, I hate uh, the logo, not the logo, but the slogan of the brand, which I think is something like has no bounds or something. Like, I did, I didn't like that. Hearing that, it was something that I, that that's uh, really um, kickstarty. <laughs> Right? Yeah. It's so like the, a, they all have catchphrases. Catchphrases. Like, <laughs> no more catchphrases. Um, it's like, it could have been, it's about time. And, you know, it would be the same. <laughs> but the finishing for the price of this watch is something super unique. I think it's actually quite uh, dynamic as a watch. I think you can wear it daily on the bracelet. You can put it on uh, a little bit more of a sporty strap. And you can even put it on a dress strap and, and wear it uh, around town. A little bit on the thicker side, but a very unique way of taking a complication, modifying it, making beautiful dials with a lot of depth. And uh, the watch right now on their website uh, retails, uh, I'm just going to put it right, you had mentioned it 580 before, USD. 580 USD. That they've got a, a Series 01, looks like they've got a Series 01 ready because the website is kind of hinting at that. Yeah. So you can, uh, they're beautiful watches, yeah. Uh, just one thing I want to say, is, and I hope I didn't miss that because I took a little bathroom break. The the uh, uh, the meteorite dial. I always wondered what that meant. Like, what does that mean? And in, in this case, it's an actual piece of meteorite yeah. that fell in uh, in northern Scandinavia yeah. that they used yeah. th to make dials out of, That's which right. is super cool. And you get that all for that what five hundred something yeah. dollars? It's crazy. Yeah. I always wonder, like, who go get those things, right? Watchmakers. But, but like, oh, but there's like a meteorite hunter. This guy is like a cowboy hat waiting for something to fall. Imagine, this guy imagine like, and go get imagine it. like a bunch of like <laughs> weird watchmakers just sitting there in the field waiting for meteorites to fall. Like, ah, yes. So maybe, maybe we can speak to them and ask him the question on how it works, but I'm sure that you can just like procure chunks of it and then... <laughs> Who do you call? Do you call NASA? <laughs> hey, guys. I don't think... I don't know. I'm where sure there's made? a way. There's some, Where are these made? Curious. Um... If I'm not mistaken, in a watch shop. No, I'm gonna check here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank you. Good answer. <laughs> I'm not sure. You're not wrong. It says, uh, "Well, Selton itself is a German word." Yeah, but I think that's why he was using the the name. Hold on, because because he's a uh, British Hong Kong. There's a little reference to Germany, so it's uh, normally when they don't say it it's eating. like uh, you know they're white labeling their watches from a factory somewhere in Asia yeah. <laughs> British Hong Kong uh, apparently uh, that's what I'm seeing here hold on so that's my first pick cool interesting you always have interesting pieces it's <laughs> like I've, I know everything I know all the brands here's something you never heard about <laughs> I've done that sometimes you guys go oh I've never knew that I'm like yeah right <laughs> so where do you find them just while you're searching or it, it was an article talking about that those guys uh, a little bit of both sometimes when yeah. I find it yeah yeah cool I'll talk about uh, watch brand that we all 
not made fun of, but the way that it started at least. Uh, so Unimatic introduced three new watches. We didn't make fun. <laughs> we were making fun of each other. They were just part of the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is the, 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 you know, the story of two guys. Hey, man. You want to make a watch? <laughs> hey, yeah. you. Who, me? Yeah, I made this whole uh, my imagination. <laughs> eh? Who, me? Yeah, you want to make a watch? Yeah. What should we call it? Uh, Was it the first watch we make? Yeah, it's the first one. You want to call it number one? Yeah, okay. Okay. Let's Modelo. call it Italian. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yes. <laughs> Wait. Modelo uno. <laughs> So, uh, I said three new watches, but it's pretty much a new versions of their current models. So, they have the Modelo Uno, Modelo Due, right? It's not Duo, it's Due, with an E at the end. Yeah. I don't speak Italian, you do. Panerai, they have the, mod- the series uh, Due, right? Yeah, yeah and the, uh, they have the Modelo Uno GMT. Um, so, the twist, <laughs> that version is now they all have a titanium case. Uh, so, they lost 45% of their weight in that, uh, <laughs> with the, that new model. <clears throat> So both the Uno and the Due are dive watches. Uh, they come with the uh, reverse lollipop second hand, uh, phantom ladder and set as well. Uh, and they both equipped with a double dome anti- anti-reflective sapphire crystal and a screw in case back. So uh, both of them have 300 meters of water resistance, but that's nothing new for Unimatic. Once again, it's just the metal that changed, but I wanted to bring them the information back to the top. So this is Modelo Uno, but you're saying it's a GMT version? They, I'm talking about the uh, the two um, diver right now, but they also have a Modelo Uno GMT. Okay. They did a titanium case for all those three models. Um, so in the both of the divers, you'll find the good old Celita SW200, the workhorse, 38-hour uh, power reserve. And, and they both have um, a TPU blue strap that matched the new blue dial for those titanium cases. <clears throat> If we go for the GMT, uh, it's on a it's a grid uh, a uh, gray dial, so it's Dima's favorite color scheme, and um, the uh, color uh, has a colored GMT movement. So the that movement it's an ETA twenty eight ninety three, and it's pretty good. It's their top grade uh, elaboré series for the GMT. So they went with the all out best ETA movement for their GMT, and this one has an exhibition case back versus the divers that don't. Nice. Um, one problem I have with those watches is all three of them are limited edition. And they're limited edition to 100 pieces for the GMT and 500 pieces for each of the divers. And they all sold out like this. <laughs> right? Um, so I, I love the GMT, but 100 pieces. Like, Unimatic is pretty well-known now in the watch uh, community, I think. 100 pieces, is, I think it's a low uh, count for... Um, and it's not even a hoodinky something something so like weird. They just they decided to do titanium case and just a hundred piece of them. I, I wish I could do just that for offering the titanium case for their standards. Like, did you try to buy uh, one of them? And I, able when to? I saw it, I went on the website. It was sold out, and I looked into some articles. They said it took seven minutes. <laughs> you know, and I, I, I think, um, so. <laughs> and I think sometimes they do it to test mm. to test how they'll do, and then. They go, okay, and then they'll, they'll come out with a more permanent uh, collection to it. Yeah. So, you know, and they're still, you know, pri- pricey-ish. So the GMT was at ni- 1950 USD. And um, the two divers, uh, the Uno and the Due, were uh, 1100 and 900 USD. Uh, so the thing is, all those watches, they're only $65 more expensive than their standard stainless steel version. So for 65 bucks, you had a full titanium case. 
right? Um, I don't know if they, as you say, we were t- testing the, um, market. The, the market and they didn't make money out of those watches, right? To just have a $65 difference or I've been pay- paying too much for titanium my, my whole watch collecting. Um, so the uh, Uno and the uh, Due both are 41.5 uh, millimeters and 11 millimeters thick. And the GMT is at a smaller 38, still by 11. Um, I think the GMT at 38 could be really perfect, right? And 11 millimeters is really not that thick either. So I think they really, really hit it out of the park as those models were already really good. But with the titanium, it's a nice plus. What's the regular size of the regular, like, Uno? Uh, the pricing? No, 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 the size, the size. Uh, 40 millimeters, 40 millimeters. Yes, I found it. Yeah. <clears throat> So, play a quick introduction of watches that we already talked about, uh, but titanium uh, case. I would have probably jumped on the GMT, but... Yeah, it's very nice. I agree. And I like the, the gray really like stands out to me. It speaks to me. Yeah. <laughs> gray scale. Oh, there's more than one gray. Oh, my God. <laughs> so many shades of it. <laughs> you had me at gray. It's yeah. okay. You, <laughs> um, uh, Kevin, uh, any thought on the um, fact that they only had 100 pieces or... For 65 bucks more? <laughs> you have one, don't you? You have I a do. Unimatic. I do have a Unimatic, and I think it, they're, they're, it's an excellent watch. The The thing with Unimatic is, one, I find these days they've been doing a lot of collaborations. So sometimes you go, okay, they go fast. I don't I don't know what they want to do with this collaboration. I've seen quite a bit that I was like, oh, I didn't like, and I'm not getting into those, but others are, are beautiful. I like their basic collection, but I also think that this is a very expensive version of this watch. Mm-hmm. And I think that they wanted to, not test, but they wanted to come out with this top-grade elaborate GMT movement, this exposed case back, go a little bit against or away from what they typically do and do well, which is to provide beautiful, modern-looking, affordable watches in general in their, in their permanent collection and or what they call classic editions, which are all at about 500 um, euros. That's yeah. all they're running for, right? So this one is a, quite expensive at at almost two thousand, right? So I think they may come in with a GMT, maybe with a less elaborate movement, with a closed case back, and add this to their classic editions. Mm, their permanent a GMT version. That's what I see. So that that's why I kind of see it that it was something mm. limited. Should have been probably a thousand though. Maybe. Dollars or pieces? No pieces. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think hundred is really like. Then why even post it? But it is. It, <laughs> yeah. it should have been like some like this was for friends and family. We yeah. sent it to our. We sent it to a very short list of people who who have bought from us before. Right. And Somebody was aware uh, of the we brand sold them. who can actually catch the the, the sale. Right? Yeah. exactly. Doesn't work it, during the day. <laughs> the, throw it on the on their Instagram as a marketing thing and move on. But it does sound like it, they were testing the waters and see if yeah. they can yeah. potentially get people to buy their watches at a different price uh, bracket maybe and we'll see uh, we'll see what they come up with next maybe they will make a, uh, a permanent collection call of them a GMT. yeah I'll call them yeah. I have a speed dial <laughs> you, speed dial? Uh, you have a speed dial you, you guys have phones <laughs> <laughs> cool um, alright so Rafi do you have any releases that you want to talk about uh, I do um, you guys all know I'm a motorcycle guy I, 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 I own a I own a Ducati and I've been riding now for you know 12 years or so he told me Vespa not well, actually, I said Bugatti <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> multiple yeah. times. There was that. <laughs> that, that, that keeps coming back. That, eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's French. Or I have Italian. a motorcycle too. <laughs> what is it? You and I are the same, right? <laughs> uh, so, you're, uh, yeah. So, um, uh, speaking of micro brands, so 
It's a Seiko. Oh, yes. So, no, nobody, nobody knows them. No. So uh, Seiko came out with, um, it's a Seiko 5 uh, Sports. It's the Super Cub limited edition for the Honda motorcycle. So they did a collaboration with Honda. And um, it's basically the, it's the Seiko 5 style that, you know, everybody knows. It's very popular. And um, they made a uh, collaboration uh, with the Honda motorcycle celebrating the, uh, apparently, super popular super cub uh motorcycle yeah. which i didn't know about well in asia they're selling those Apparently. like with milk it's, I, just, it's I, like I, you, I, you bought milk here's a on the bike yeah <laughs> at a seiko now <laughs> yeah you're part of the seiko family now it's like oh my god no it's like ever ever been to thailand on that's what now. everyone drives you know those videos when there's like a billion bike Waiting for a red light. But that's a, <laughs> it's a moped, right? Not a motorcycle. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. Kind of yeah. So it's um, it was the anniversary of the motorcycle. It's, it's a 125 cc bike, so it's actually not so bad. Uh, it's 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 funky looking, but it's pretty cool. Uh, I think I saw an old lady using that the other yeah. day. <laughs> Mrs. Delphire took that. But bike you know off. what? You know what? I guess what we say here. But I mean, in Europe and I'm sure in Asia, those th- things th- th- there must be yeah. everywhere. But that's Asia. For me, every video I have of like people in India or like in Asia when there's like a billion India bikes. India in Asia. Wow. <laughs> okay, India and the rest of Asia. <laughs> right? Well, but you there's think, like, you they're, think they're India's like, better than everybody else? <laughs> that's, that's the moped. That's the bike. Wow. <laughs> Apologies. Apologies. I did not want to walk through this door. <laughs> exactly. Just because the door all, is open, you, you don't need to walk through it. Right? Well, Girl, just stop. Slow your roll. <laughs> Good thing you're doing the post prod, so exactly. Yeah, I can beep a everything. lot of beep. Beep, just, beep, just, just cut, cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, so this motorcycle was produced in 1958, and they made apparently they made a hundred million units of this bike. Is it because it's it breaks awesome. often? Uh, so I to replace them quickly? I, no, I, I, I doubt it's it. It's only good being, for like ten miles, and you have to get a new one. <laughs> you know that that board meeting, that guy was having an Austin Power moment. How many of these bikes were one hundred million? <laughs> Bikes. One hundred million <laughs> yeah. motorcycles. Like, it's fucking Lord Michaels he's doing. Yeah, right? We no, should uh, but we yeah, should do it. What's the power is the code? But what? <laughs> yes. Oh, little guy can't take you'll a hint. Do, <laughs> you'll, you'll do the impressions. Yeah. Then we'll have updates. <laughs> then we'll have the music. Falls asleep. Falls asleep on the plate. But um, yeah, so that yeah, so they made a hundred million of these things. Yes. So they made 100 million of these motorcycles, hence the, the fact that it's super popular. And then they decided to make this collaboration with Seiko, Seiko being a Japanese brand, of course. And they decided to come out with, hang on, limited edition, two uh, color schemes. 100 pieces? 6,000 units. <laughs> and that's, that's limited for Seiko. There's nothing more Seiko than that. So 6,000 units of the green one. Because there's two color schemes. Let me get back to the color scheme. So it's green and kind of off-white. And uh, the other color scheme, color scheme is black and gray with a little bit of red. So the green one, uh, which is going to be, I believe, one or the other is going to be available uh, 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 only for the Asian market. But it's 6,000 units for the green one and 5,000 units for the black one. Clearly, I mean, I know we're talking about it, but it's very niche. It's very specific. Uh, I mean, who's going to buy this watch? It's going to be probably somebody that's in love with this motorcycle. Hundred million owners of those scooters, <laughs> or somebody that said, "You know, my dad owned this bike," or something like that, and they're going to be, you know, att- attracted to it that way. So, but it's, um, I think it's they know similar. what they're doing. It's going to sell out. No, no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. It's you know what this made me, reminded me of uh, last year, two years ago. They came out with the Brian May uh, Seiko, 
There single was bass, five, yeah. Single the, five, the yeah. Guitarist it's, so it's the same, it's the same Queen, watch. Right? Yeah. It's the same watch, yeah. right? But it's just, it's got a different color scheme. So this, the Brian Wayne, which I almost bought the Brian May uh, watch, yeah. actually. I came across it. I almost bought it and I didn't. But uh, it came in this nice guitar case looking thing with the red inside. It was really funky. But there's a lot of different collabs or special editions. As soon, and I remember when the Seiko 5 came out. Uh, then you have the Diver. And now they have the Seiko 5 as well. That is a 40 millimeter, no bezel kind of a explorer looking watch. The GMTs. They have now the GMT. They're, uh, it's just it's just open season for collaborations. Roaring Blazers, who is an expensive. I fight, love those. They're uh, really cool, funky, yeah. but they sell for like 800 bucks. So like twice the price to pay for that that collab. But they're fun. They're easy, basic Seikos that you can just get out your hands on. Is it the, the Street say, Fighter? Was it the Street Fighter? Is that the Street Yeah, I don't talk about that. No, 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 I know. I That's why I brought it up. I don't want to brought it up. What are you talking about? Why do you have to do it? It was but, literally my thing of the, like, the worst things. Oh, the Street Fighter. Yeah. No, no, it's true. It's true. It's like you had you had Jeffrey Dahmer and then the Street... And then, Whoa. And wow. then close second, street, street Fighter. No, <laughs> really? no, no. These after. Street Fighter Seiko's come in second. It's a close second. Like very close to Jeffrey Very Dahmer. close, very okay. close. Uh, if, I, if I can make one comment, the part of the design is, if you look at the, if you look at the dials, the 11 hour and one o'clock are made orange mm -hmm. to resemble the turn signals on yeah. a scooter. And I'm looking at this as a BMW owner. I have no idea what the turn signal is. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't I don't relate to this at all. I don't uh, know what that I, is. Yeah, I, I like that the crown, there's like, a, it's a fuel. Um, I was going to say, but yes, I uh, find that was a nice touch. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's got the fuel gauge on the crown. It's it, th That part I, I found cool. Mm -hmm. Um I like the the kind of smoked case back, and you mm. kind of see the uh, the you know it's, it's labeled Super Cub mm. and all that, and it's got the uh, you can see the movement underneath. Uh, so all that you know the, the nylon strap with the Super Cub Honda logo and all that stuff written on it, you know. So well it's done. very funky. If it's something that you like, and you're uh, you know, it, it's a it's a color scheme I've never seen. I, mean, I like the, the color green. scheme. I really yeah, do like. I, the color I like scheme. it a lot more than the Street Fighter one, <laughs> which is probably not saying a lot because that's just <laughs> that's the absolute bottom, worst. Right? But it's a good conversation it's, it's, it's piece. It's nice. It's nice. It's a great conversation piece, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so, and the green ones is released this month, November 2022. The black ones are going to be released in February 2023. Fantastic. I don't know why. Production? They're yeah. <laughs> sure. 6,000. I mean, this it's is a long the, time to. It's the Seiko scale. <laughs> Limited edition of 6,000 pieces. 6,000 units. <laughs> But, um, for. You know, Seiko were doing all the co collabs. It just, I, I feel there was someone at Seiko, they were bored and looking through forums and they were like, what is this Seiko modding community? And they started looking into it. I was like, I could do this. <laughs> and now they have collabs every two I months. I mean, <laughs> you know, they were making SKXs and then people were modding them left and right. And they're like, you know what? We should mod our own SKXs. So let's make Seiko 5s and just do everything that is possible so that yeah. there's no reason to mod. But if people call and then they say, I want to do a collab and then do my own version of it, I think it's a great watch to be able to do it. It's uh, They're easy. They're, they come from a great brand. Why not? Yep. Yeah, nice watch from... Uh, wow, well, Seiko. I'll beat that as Freudian, well. Freudian slip. <laughs> yeah. All right. So number two. Uh, second watch I want to talk about is another chronograph. Uh, and this is a brand that we are yet to see, and I'm really we none of us have ever owned one. Now none, none of us have ever held it in our hands. Uh, this is Kurono Tokyo, uh, the brainchild of uh, Hajime Asaoka. Uh, they just released. Sorry, they're about to release. It's November 24th. They're releasing it, 
It goes on sale, I think, on November 24th at 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern. It's an it's a it's the Chronograph MK2. So it's Chronograph One that they did MK1, I think, two years ago. Now they're doing Chronograph One MK2. With it's it's an improved version of the first edition. Everything about this watch is the finishing, I think, and this is the reason why I'm kind of maybe uneasy about. Uh, Corona in general is that I need to see them in person because when you look at the specs, maybe they don't stand out to you. And I've heard comments from other people saying how maybe the movements that they put in their watches are not necessarily the, the top grade, the coolest movements you can think of, especially if you're comparing to the price that they want uh, for the watches. But I feel like a lot of money that you put in the watch goes into uh, the detailing of the watch and the dials and the case and everything. So this watch, um, it's they took the same movement as they did last time, and this is a Seiko. I think it's called a Seiko NE86 chronograph. Uh, it's a pretty decent sized movement. Uh, it's not easy to make it small enough. The first version they made was 13.9 millimeters thick. This one they made, I think, 13.5, so it's just barely half a millimeter thinner. Uh, but they did a lot of engineering behind it. They managed to taper the, the backside of the case down by 30%. So this watch feels like it's a lot smaller than it was before. It's actually today the smallest chronograph watch with that movement on the market. It's the thinnest. Overall, this is a, a 39 millimeter case, I believe. Let me just uh, double check quickly. So this this case, in general, this watch attempts to overcome the significant engineering challenges that they had with the construction of the Chronograph 1, which is leveraging Seiko and the E86 movement. The movement itself is pretty cool. It's the It features uh, 300 parts, uh, combines features like column wheel, vertical clutch, and a magic lever winding system. It has a three-pointed hammer system that starts, stops, and resets three wheels simultaneously, which allows... Uh, counters to advance continuously instead of uh, one minute intervals, which is cool because even my Speedmaster doesn't have that. My Speedmaster goes on subdials, it goes one minute at a time. Also, instead of uh, driving the minute hand and hour counters from the chronograph seconds wheel, each of, of them is, give, is driven by a powered wheel with its own separate clutch. This watch has a power reserve of 45 hours and plus minus, uh, sorry, it's zero to plus 15 seconds, which is good for a, for a watch movement. It's better to kind of be ahead. Uh, in general, I got to see this watch in person. This watch goes for $34.60 US dollars. So it's a little bit over $1,000 more than the uh, the fair that I was just talking about. That's also a bicompact chronograph. In terms of finishing, we've seen fair in person and watch. They're really well done. Amazing execution. Open, uh, open case back. Uh, amazing finishing on the on the movement on the rotor this one i would love to see in person i think it's a lot of money for what they uh, for, for what you're for what you're getting but i think i will change my mind once i see it in person because every single piece of that watch has a very intricate dis description of every detail so for example hajime asawaka was impressed uh, or was inspired by chronographs of the 50s and the 60s and those are the times when they used to make chronographs where every single hand of the dial or the subdials was different. Hmm. So in this case, if you look closely on this watch, every hand has a different design. Yeah. Like say the left, the, the left uh, subdial 
has a design that that's the shape of an arrow, and it's a traditional Japanese arrow. I'm not going to pronounce the name because I'm going to butcher it. It's a traditional Japanese arrow. If you look at the main dial, you look at the minute and the arrow hands, they are curved down to, to mirror the shape of the case. They have a very well-built crystal that is supposed to elevate the way the watch looks from different angles. They have uh, the dial itself, and they have amazing... Um, they have a high-polished... 12-hour numeral flanked by steel studs, which has kind of become a tradition of Hajime Asawaka Corona watches on the perimeter scale. They have a pulsometer and tachymeter. So the tips of hands, like I mentioned, they're curved down. Uh, the shape of the traditional Japanese, it's called Kyodo Arrow. And uh, those different shapes were all inspired by the 50s and the 60s. I got to see it in person. I can't really make my decision. And I'm curious to see what you guys think because it's a lot of money. I think $4,000 Canadian. It's a lot for a watch with a Seiko movement that you can find in watches for maybe $1,500 to $1,000. But I think most of, the, most of the price that you pay is put into the decoration and the quality of the movement and the case itself. And, so, and, and I haven't I forgot to mention, uh, the way they designed this case to make it a bit more, to, to make it per be perceived thinner, uh, it's a three-piece case. And they made the bottom part of the case taper down so it looks a little more subdued than it actually is. And mm -hmm. it appears smaller and it fits better on your wrist. I got to see it in person before I can make my decision. This watch comes out on, on November 24th. I don't know. Like, it's a lot of money for me to purchase something like this without seeing. I have to take one yeah. of those watches I have to so see first in person. I got a chance to see a Corona Tokyo, a few. And now I, I think it was the, 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 the Mori dial or whatever one uh, when I was traveling uh, in the States. Um, the thing is, I, I, I don't think we can compare it to fair to start. So for, for anyone out there, Hajime Asioka, if you look at Hajime Asioka watches themselves, you were talking about watches that are in the multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars even. I think their watches up to 100 grand. So you're dealing with, he's a watchmaker that's at the level of, you know, the Kari Votolainens, the master grand, the grandmaster watchmakers of the world. That's what he's made for, right? And you got to see them in person. And you got to see them in person. And what everything you read like it does not disappoint so what exactly. he did he goes i want to create a brand that's more affordable that lets people the opportunity to be able to own something from like at a very high level of finishing and he said that look i'm going with a movement that a lot of people the miotas that are much cheaper and most of his watches now it's a chronograph but it'll go with some nine series miota but he goes yeah it gives me the stability that i'm looking for then if you if he starts getting to the details of what he does with the actual watches like you said he's going to start doing i'm going to i'm going to raise um uh, the way that the, the the dial in itself is within the crystal ever so slightly to give it a certain, uh, um, excuse me, uh, vision or the way the perception or yeah. reflection. And then I'm going to taper the case in itself so to give it a little bit more, a little more thinness. The way that he finishes certain things uh, on the actual watch. I'm going to choose a cylindrical dial. I'm going to do this. Right. To exactly. It's it's it's. It's remarkable the level of details they put into it. And the second thing, the last thing I'll say is. It comes with the Japanese kind of mantra where it's all about the small details and the look that comes with it. And I think that's what Hajime Asioka brings. He brings a lot of weight with his name because they go, well, if this was no one, if this was anyone else, they'd be like, Pfft. but the fact that it's Hajime Asioka and you get a piece of that. And it makes me think a little bit of, look, this Norcane that just came out, this limited edition, attaches itself to Jean-Claude Bivet. Mm -hmm. This MB&F, 
Mad One Edition with the rotor and stuff. It's great, but it has Maxmi Maximilian Busset's name to it. Brings a lot of weight to it because if anyone yeah. else, some micro brand did that micro rotor thing, people will go, it's cool, but they probably wouldn't take a Miyota. It's a Miyota 8 Series that they flipped the rotor on, right? They may not be able to charge $5,000 US for that watch, but now you put a $5,000 with MBNF's name on it, people can't. People can't, people can't sell fast enough, you know? <laughs> but anyway, that's, uh, that's my two cents. So I just, uh, yeah, we need to see in person. But well, I don't think, if I had to roll the dice and say if I could buy it and look at the exclusivity as well that you get, definitely I would say it's a, it's it's beautiful. a, it's a win for it's sure. Beautiful and I don't think it'll disappoint. And, and like, I'm not really comparing it to Fair. That's because it's in the same podcast. That's the, yeah, the first watch I was talking yeah. about. It's, I think it's, it's it looks amazing, but like any other independent brand, I gotta see it in person before I can decide whatever I want to buy it or not. That's very and, and logical. You know and no, but fun. and you know what? Uh, I think one of the one of the reasons why I think that is because recently when we were at Wind Up, we saw there's a particular brand that was nominated for GPHB uh, GPHG that GHB the GPHB awards not GHB no no it's a different one okay. <laughs> it's a different award show. I don't remember them uh, so. <laughs> You know. Forget me now. <laughs> Take one so you love us again, Michael. <laughs> when we saw that brand in person that was nominated for an award and yeah. it has we don't want to say them. <laughs> I was let down. I was yeah. let down. Because of the, the you the didn't leave much to the, the imagination. People are going to sort this out, but no, no, no. Look, uh, we we'll have take, a guy who does the post yeah, we'll okay, yes, everything out. Yes, I'll beep something in that. I, yes. Take out, take out the wind up part. <laughs> All of that, cut that out. <laughs> and I was disappointed a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And, you know, if you read everything, everywhere in the news, everybody everybody is raving about that brand. And, For and, the know, price, right? Yeah, sure. But I also heard... I also heard is, but it's um, difficult to make the decision to spend $4,000 and go for a brand that you've never seen for, that you for have me, to take a risk. For me, Tokyo is the same crowd for like Ming. I know it's not the same watch, but like this is this is where you have to be in your watch collecting to want yeah. a Corona Tokyo. Yeah. It's the same thing where you need to be to want a Ming. Yeah. For yeah. me. That's the and same then when you crowd. wear a Ming, right? So Maybe people go, man, you hear critiques, but... What was the watch? What, what watch got the most? Uh, I, I wasn't even expecting it. I was like, oh, yeah. let me wear an independent brand. What was the watch that got the most uh, the, uh, attention? Everyone's yeah. like, oh my God, you're wearing a Ming. Can I see it? it was well, like, because we all wore generic. Though. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, nerds, dude, right? it was all the owners. No, no, no. Well, yeah. We were because there and they're like, oh my God. talk to us. They, <laughs> they don't even know anything about watches. Yeah, watch <laughs> makers was like, the watchmaker goes, oh my God, you're wearing a Ming. Can I see it? I've never seen one in person. And he was like, no. Hey, cool. Check this out. How cool is this? The the brands themselves. But it just goes to show it's such a niche brand. So I, I agree with what you're saying. But people go, oh my God, that's a uh, Kuruno Tokyo. That's a Hajime Asioka. Right. So it has that. For me, that's that's the crowd they is going to purchase that. And fair enough. <laughs> like me, I won't pay for a grand for, for that. But I don't know. But see, but but see, I don't know. I might, I might, I but might, I need yeah. to see it in person because, you know, seeing. Uh, but there's no other, risk either because of the the way that yeah. they're selling. Right, you're like just buy it and flip S it if you don't. Seeing like other independent brands, hmm. you see how much they offer in terms of finish. You're like, yeah, okay, that's that's worth it. Do, do you and think, that's that's a bit of risk. Do, do, sorry, do you think that these, because we're looking at it at a perspective of where we live and where we are and what we see around us. But do you think that these things are different elsewhere in the world? For sure. Example in, in Japan. Japan being one or just you know asia in general or, or you know what i mean sure because um, we're looking at it from a north american are. eye right like, yeah. but i mean they don't so corona doesn't really cater to let's say western market right they're, they're probably selling as much in in japan as well right well they run on japanese time 
in so, the sense they go our, our watch will be released at this time in Japan time but they they, sh- they post all different all the time but it's zones. Japan first yeah right? no, for sure yeah. um, I don't know I feel like it sells out everywhere I think it's a it's a, mar- it's a it's a niche watch that's as popular in Japan as it is everywhere else and it's wonderful very cool so I'm gonna go a little bit on the <laughs> the less pricier side Something a lot more, a little bit fun, and 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 this may be, and the reason I'm talking about this release, I think, is one to talk about. It's also some, uh, probably my favorite watch from this brand, a brand I've been interested in a while. So the brand is Zodiac. It's the new Zodiac Super Seal Wolf in black ceramic. This is a company that was essentially bought by Fossil, and when it was Fossil, is an American brand based out of Texas, specializing in leather products and leather goods. It's a very good smelling store. Um, Bringing back Zodiac, Zodiac has a lot of history if you don't know about it, an incredible history specifically around their dive watches. They're part of the OG divers in the 50s. You had the Blancpain 50 Fathoms, you had the Rolex, uh, you had the Rolex Submariner, you had the Doxa, the Doxa, um, the first one was the Doxa 300. Professional. The Doxa 300 Professional. And then as well, Zodiac was there right there in the 50s as well with the Zodiac Seawolf. Now, the watch I'm talking about today is a one that came out in the early 60s, I believe, called the Zodiac Super Seawolf. The watch that they released, they have had a bunch of Super Seawolf releases this year. They had a titanium version. They had different funky colors, one called the Watermelon that has a green bezel or with a pink uh, chapter ring part of it they also had the aquamarine dream so they have a bunch of nice little colors now i don't know if you guys remember we had an episode when tudor came out with one i think was one of my favorite watches from tudor i said there's a, a tudor black bay i would buy be that one it was the tudor black bay ceramic ceramic is one of these um materials that watchmakers need to use more it's expensive but damn it doesn't scratch you can Bet your ass that it will, for me. it will last for a very long time. My favorite Speedmaster is the Dark Side of the Moon, which is a ceramic Omega Speedmaster. So what does Zodiac come out here, which is a little bit different than what you see from traditional ceramic watches? The Zodiac Super Seawolf Ceramics, I'll start with the, the SKU so everyone knows, the ZO 9595. This watch is a 40 millimeter. It's a, uh, a diver with a, a, a three, uh, typical three hand with a date. What's great about this watch is that the case is a ceramic case. And what's a little bit different than what we see from other ceramic watches, it's polished. So it has a metallic sheen that comes off and, and the way the light reflects off this case, uh, which I think really makes it beautiful to see. Instead of that dull, not dull, but like that dull or, 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 or dry matte yeah. uh, case, which I love. This, like the Omega Speedmaster Dark Side of the Moon, has a polished ceramic. This watch comes in at a 40 millimeter um, diameter and a 20 millimeter lug width on a beautiful black tropic strap. Now, this is my favorite Zodiac that I'm seeing with a nice dark blue dial and the black case uh, that is polished ceramic, so making it very hard to scratch, very durable, this is a, a really great release uh, by Zodiac and probably my favorite. And a lot of people will say the blue clashes yeah. with the black, but I don't think so. No, I think I think it works well. I think I think it's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very nice. Um, it's and like it's midnight's not expensive. Kind of expensive for and a that's my case. point. Right? You want a full ceramic diver from a brand that has credibility. This watch comes in at sixteen hundred ninety-five US. So less than two thousand bucks, you can get a ceramic diver. And and I'm sorry, I forgot. 
which I think is the one of the most important parts of this whole thing. The movement, not only is it a 200 meter automatic movement from Switzerland based on a a movement manufacturer that they bought called STP, Swiss Tech uh, Products or Swiss, that other brands are now using their movements. It's chronometer certified. Hmm. So the watch has been sent in to be chronometer certified. Um, So it's actually one of the cheaper watches chronometer certified that I can think of. And Formex. Well, Formex is more. Yeah. Well, this oh, is 16, right. 16 US. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's about the same. Yeah, but this right. 1600 US, and then they put it on bracelets. So this is a, but this is a, a really great, off the cuff, really yeah. cool iteration from Zodiac. It's my favorite Zodiac to come out. I want a ceramic watch, uh, but mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, this is, is Very really cool. great. Short list? Yeah, definitely short list. So yeah. I'm crushing on it. We'll see if it lasts. But that blue dial, the way it's written, Super Seawolf in cursive, chronometer certified, that nice polished bezel, the polished ceramic case. Nice. The hell was, what else do you want? It's else? got a lot for that price. I think. Oh, yeah. they, really they, cool. They, they had a like all the watch brand had like a su- super king at some point. Like there's this one super wolf. There's the uh, super tonkiki from Interna. Yeah, yeah super right. King. They all had like a super version of a normal watch. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> their other one were like <laughs> super they're, speed master. Their <laughs> sea wolf. Their sea wolf looks much more like a skin diver, mm. which was made. And then they go into the super sea wolf, which and they get into like the the big the bigger depths, yeah. so a little bit thicker, a little bit more tool like. Nintendo did the same thing with their consoles. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So anyway, I think this is a really great uh, v- uh, watch. Uh, gives it a really uh, fun vibe. Definitely on the short list. Love the color scheme, as you can probably tell from my taste. Yeah. So that was uh, my short and abridged version for the cool. Zodiac watch. Not much to say, but check it out, guys. Really great. Um, my next and last pick, I think uh, um, it's a new form for me, as it's not something I'd really come in. Uh, so it's an IWC. Portugueser. I'm not the biggest fan of those uh, that series at IWC. So the reference is IW500715. So it's a big dress watch. And it's weird when you read that in an article or online. Uh, but when you look at the spec, you go, okay, yeah, it, it is big. Right, but if someone can pull pull out a, uh, pull off a big watch, is it or Panerai or IWC? <laughs> so, Agreed. so. First, and you go. Oh, I'm not sure, but then I remember I tried, you know, the classic Big Pilot or the Big Pilot 43, and they fit, right? You wear them; it's a fuck you watch, but they fit exactly. Like, right? It's a watch that you want people to see from far, so you it has to be yeah. big. <laughs> and you're leaning when you're walking because yeah, because heavy. You have a big muscle in your <laughs> yeah, bicep. <laughs> you have a tennis elbow while wearing a watch. Um, <laughs> so that new release, right? It's bi compacts or dual register. Um, I, I would say bi compacts, but IWC preferred saying register. Um, it's big, right? Um, there's and one one thing that's really IWC as well is at three the, sec, the one of the register is the uh, power reserve. I, I love those on the IWCs. Um, so it's forty two point three millimeters in diameter. It's fourteen point one millimeters in thickness, right? The lug to lug is fifty millimeter. Lug width at twenty two. It's huge. <laughs> it's oh, really, really, really big, right? I, I love it. Stainless steel case, wide dial. Blue indices, blue hands, uh, blue uh, registers. Um, but any, I would like to try it. I'm sure it would fit well. And the thing is, you go, why is it so big? It's because of the movement, right? It's the seven-day movement. And the open case back, right, is insane. Because the movement is so huge, it takes the whole case back, and it's almost like there's no frame yes. around the case back. 
just if I make a comment, usually it's my pet peeve when you see a watch with a big case and they put like a Tat twenty eight twenty four, and and they do an open case back, and most of the most of the case back is just metal around yeah. the movement because the movement is small. But this is not it. No, no, it's not. It's the inverse, right? There's a, a millimeter of a metal and it's full glass. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. That rotor size is <sighs> it's like it's like a windmill. Yeah, it literally it's right. Insane. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's a seven day movement. But, right? but okay, no, I'm just saying because you're saying it's a large. What, what's what's large about it? You think it's too. Well, it's a you know it's a dress watch. It's like almost forty three millimeters, right? Well, it's forty yeah forty two point three, and there's a fourteen millimeters. It's, it's a big watch for a like lug to lug is fifty. Like, but yeah, I don't I, I don't look at it like that. But I'm just saying in dimension. I'm saying IWC. If someone can pull it off, it's IWC. You, they make big watches that wear really well. Because look, I I wear. You guys have seen my Stova mm-hmm. is about the same size as this watch, and it wears very well as a dress watch. Yeah, well, I, that's what I'm saying. Since yeah. I'm saying it's it would. Yeah wear well <laughs> no no it does it does yeah, it yeah, is yeah. for dress watches big it, it, it's large right I, but it works mm, it works no i don't think it's, i yeah. love it yeah i but i'm a i'm a big fan of the portuguese i mean big fan as in shortlist big fan okay and i i love it and in that when i saw that case back it's it, oh it's insane it. it's insane right yeah, it's wonderful uh so it's a caliber uh 52 uh, 010 uh, that you can find in all those seven day power reserve watches that only have a date and a power reserve indicator mm-hmm. um so that watch right now comes at 13,000 US. Uh, oh but boy. you can already find it. it. It came out like a couple of weeks back and you can already find it at 11, brand new 11,000 Canadian. Yeah, but so all <laughs> IWCs <laughs> lose their value. It's really? on the gray market. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is so unfortunate, I Don't find, pay because MSRP they are such amazing those. watches really? for the, yeah. such, a, such a good value for the price. But they guys, they they sell forty, fifty thousand units a year, apparently. That's their number. So it's nothing, it's like Panerai, right? They're very small boutique houses that <laughs> are, and they're from the Richemont brand. They're very, uh, they're the Richemont. Yeah, yeah. So they're very. How mm. can I say? Uh, people know what they want from them. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, quick spec. I didn't went over uh, water resistance, thirty meters. The dial, it's wh- white lacquered with the blue accent. Uh, the sapphire crystal, uh, both on the front and the case back, is anti-reflective, and it comes on a blue alligator leather strap with uh, deployment clasp as well. Um, so for me, it's, uh, for, for myself, it's an introduction for the Portuguese because I wasn't a big fan of that series at IWC, but this one, the case back is one of those watches like, uh, Elangate I would wear upside down. <laughs> it's uh, yeah like a longer yeah exactly right? no you're right well, i don't need time <laughs> but, but I, I agree in that sense because every single time we look at an iwc and the open case back they they just decorate it so much that you actually want to wear yeah it right so uh, on this one there's, there's two finishes it's uh Côte de Genève and there's uh Perlage. yes exactly so yeah, that, that's uh, that's uh, one of the excellent watch recent IWC that yeah. very cool. It's not our short list, but it's on my list. <laughs> well, you you're the first one in our group to actually acquire an IWC. Yeah, and I, I uh, once I saw. I mean, I love the pilot. I love the forty three. But once I saw Mark twenty, oof. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I given it a whole. I uh, might. I might. Eureka moment. I might pull uh, the trigger on that. I, sh- I shared on the whole episode yeah. why all the improvements that it did compared to the market. Yeah, it, it, oh, it's, it's, it, it was it's, a Eureka moment of they did everything right. But it's also one. Of, but you know, you did, and then once we went to the store and tried it on, as soon as you put it on, you're like, yeah, you I, see okay, all the improvements. I, you get it. Like it, it, everything just works. The immediately. dial layout, yeah. the polish of the bezel, the, la- the lug, f- yeah. lug size. It's everything mm. works. I was gonna buy the Pilot. Initially, the regular, the Mark Twenty, the big, no, nope. the Pilot Chronograph. Sorry, the Pilot Chronograph, and I got my Panerai instead. I had the, it was going to be the Petit Prince in blue, 
It was the same price, and I wanted my Panerai instead. But because I really like the Pilot Chronograph, the Top Gun. So you can get one for about eight, nine thousand. But oh, it's the Top really Gun nice. is nice. Yeah, it's like I that, tried it all black, so. that black uh, chronograph that's really nice. It is nice. so nice. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. Rafi, do you have a, a pick for us? Yes. Um, so, uh, at first I was thinking to maybe go with the, the, there was a new Panerai that came out that was the Navy SEALs one. And I want to talk about that because I'm a big pan, I'm a Paneristi, as they say. That's but, a type uh, of cheese, right? Like a believer. No, it's a loser. I think that's what they call us. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> loser with a Panerai. Dot <laughs> <laughs> com. .org. .org. This is a really long website. Never, don't worry because you, you know what the worst part is? I'm a Paneristi. I'm on the thing I told him to go. Paneristi. <laughs> I was like, you check them out. We're all, You're all like there. a Justin Bieber fan, Belieber. Beliebers, yeah. Um, and uh, it, it's uh, the brand is Maurice Lacroix. And the reason I chose this is because it, my dad has a Maurice Lacroix. And I, I don't even know which which one it is. And uh, I, I'm not too, I wasn't too familiar with the brand. I wanted to kind of look it up a little bit, learn a little bit more about it mm -hmm. and what it was and where it came from and all that stuff. And to my surprise, it, it was something that, the brand was only released in 1975, which I, which I learned not too long ago. Um, but um, and they came out with this new model, well, new model. Um, the Acon, I think the Acon series has been around for a while, but the Acon Master Grandat, all black. And the reason I chose this is, first of all, uh, I know I've spoken about this before, where it's I like things that are completely out there, just brands that are just go completely um kind of backwards and and do something that nobody really expects and um it's a it's an all black stainless steel dlc coated watch uh and and the face is um how can i say this it's got different complications complications mm -hmm. uh, but they're all apparent directly on, on the watch and it's kind of like an offset or functions i would say yeah, yeah. offset so the, the the actual dial is offset yeah. And then you have a date complication that's like this kind of sort of looks like a digital date complication. Kind so it's of a, like big a, date. a big date. A big date. And yeah. um, and you have a skeletonized kind of case as well where you can see the uh, the escapement, I think it's called. Well, yeah, the weight, the oscillating weight. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's a, it's like Darth Vader's watch. Yeah, I saw it and all I thought about it was like Darth Vader's watch. It's completely crazy. And um, I... To be honest, I didn't find too much information on it, but all I can say is that it's 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 got a it's a forty five millimeter watch, fifteen mm -hmm. millimeter height. It's pretty large, I think. Hundred meters of water resistance. Um, I was reading about it and they say it's one of the only, or it's 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 a full in house yes uh, movement. movement from uh, Maurice Lacroix, and so the, we we actually covered this watch. You did not this model exactly, but. Maurice Lacroix, when, so there's a charity event called Only Watch or One Watch, what's it called? Only Watch. Only Watch. And they released a, a Only Watch that they submitted for that event. And not everyone's invited to it. They got invited. And Maurice Lacroix submitted this complication. But the theme was orange. Yeah. So you should have seen this thing because it had a carbon fiber style. If you look Maurice Lacroix Only Watch or One Watch, You'll see it from this year, 2022. So it's this watch. So this Grand Complication is an achievement for them because this watch is completely in-house. And as you say, it has a, a very different level of decoration yeah. for the whole movement. And it's quite remarkable. Uh, it was the uh, only watch 2021, oh, but it, it, it's every two long? years. 
Oh. So so next year there's an, a new only uh. watch. So it's almost like <laughs> so old. Like I would describe <laughs> it as that this watch has subdials, but every subdial is actually a different complication. Kind of <laughs> yeah, the decorate yeah. yeah yeah, the functions yeah. right. And I th- I find I, that's what I wouldn't talk about was the back. And if you look at it, there's a it, it's a it's a open case back, mm-hmm. and it's very low sleek. key, very matte, very cinematic. I was gonna I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah hey, Ma- hey, Maurice, you want to make a watch? It is very monochromatic. <laughs> it's very yeah. yeah yeah. It's very subtle. It's only sixty six thousand. No, I say eighty five uh, eighty five hundred Swiss, Swiss francs. francs. Yeah. So like twelve. Oh, it's 13. an Hong Kong dollars. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> you probably get it on uh, cheaper when you when you look on it on a uh, great market. But, but we never really talk about Marie's Lacroix yeah. on our podcast, no. and it's probably something that we should maybe explore along yeah. with Citizen. Yeah. <laughs> Who they own? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've been that for like yeah, I know. a year. <laughs> well, now we have a reason to. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So. Maurice Lacroix, yeah, this this one, I, lo- I love the Grand Date. This watch has a lot going for it. It has the feel of an Honor Marpiguet. It has that like integrated bracelet. It has those little notches on the bezel that give it kind of that angle. It has a bunch of different, le- because the icon in itself, and we, we saw one just recently, uh, uh, Carl and I, and Dimitri, when we went to... We uh, Saler? Uh, Saler, the, the exactly. Seiko, you were buying uh, the, the bracelet. The yeah. Person uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. had a, a Maurice Lacroix icon. Very nice watch, but... I think this watch, what makes it great about the Acon, the Icon or a- Icon series, I call it the Icon because that's c- clearly what they're trying to say, is the, the movement in this. You have the, like you said, the exposed bridge with the oscillating uh, weight that's skeletonized with brushing and snailing. You could see the snail on the dial in itself. You have a, the, 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 um, excuse me, you have the gra- the big date at the 10, you have a small second at the 4 o'clock, and you have the hours and minutes. So it has this kind of like, when you look at the glass chute, uh, panolunomatic, panomatic, or panolunomatic, yep. all these things, like you look at these uh, displacements of these, of these, it has a very big, uh, um, this has a Langenzun type of feel to it, all within uh, um, a royal oak kind of case. So it's a really nice watch. I like this one a lot, and I love that it's all blacked out. It's very out there in the sense that uh, who, who do you think would be a customer for this kind of watch, in your opinion? Someone who has 10 watches in their collection. Yeah. <laughs> and some disposable income and knows what they want. This Somebody who has a, uh, his last name starts, starts with Wayne. <laughs> last and ends with Wayne. With Wayne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true. That, that's why I think someone, someone who's a fan of the brand, uh, and who knows what they're looking for because this is a very unique watch yes. but a very nice movement. It can't just be, it's not because of the way it looks as well but it carries the movement to be able to justify that price. It's definitely a conversation piece. I mean, if, if you... Yeah. And I think the fact it's all black, it'll probably sit a little bit better on your wrist. It won't look as big. 45 when it's all black, it sits quite, 15, quite well. 15 millimeter is pretty chunky too. No? It's okay. It's not that... Like I've had watches that are 14, 15 millimeters I mean, and, and it's thick, but it's, it goes with the watch as well. No, no, no. You probably don't want something that's too, too thin. Sure. And this watch probably sits really well on the wrist, which is not to be, uh, I don't think it's to be underestimated. Yeah, it's a nice pick. Well, Maurice Lacroix, the, for me, it's the um, Masterpiece series. Those yeah, like yeah, those crazy are. like dials that you don't really know what time it is, but it's nice to look at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, have, they have a retrograde yeah. also. Don't, don't they have a model that's called a retrograde? I don't know, but 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 if you like the Acon series, they also came out with an interesting. I think they're all quartz models yep. made of sustainable material. I think it's like tied or something. It's Acon quartz. It's the name. Acon quartz. Yeah. yeah. So you can. You they can see they that. do have a line that's called retrograde. Okay. 
But they, they're doing quite well. I like some of the releases. They recently came out with a Pontus uh, with like this canvas strap limited edition. I think it was called the Pontus Day Date or the, uh, yeah, the Pontus Day Date limited edition was also quite beautiful from... Um, from them as well um mm. but they're they're, they're really cool uh, some of the maurice lacroix and they were here at the watch uh, fair in montreal when we yeah, went to montreal. Go see montreal uh that uh, carl and i got the chance to see um them in person they're quite nice watches they're well made and uh, i think um you'll see that the msrp is quite high but if you search a little bit they, they you can get them for a, a good uh, negotiation so negotiate with your dealer at least uh, uh 15 to 20 percent off msrp i think is a good deal for it with these watches Good cool. warranty, couple of years. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Perfect. Hey, it was a good catch up on uh, all the latest releases. Thank you, Rafi, for joining us. Always a Thank pleasure. you for having oh, Always a pleasure for me. Any cool. words of wisdom before we sign off? <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, okay, guys. We are going to play a game. <laughs> <laughs> Who, is your, Who is your daddy and what does it do? <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. See you next week. Cheers. So if you enjoyed this episode, please reach out to us on Big Black Clock Official on Instagram or email us at bigblackclockteam at gmail.com. Send us your pictures, corrections, ideas, insults, and let us know if there are any pieces you want us to review. With, of course, the caveat that we can afford them. As always, be good to each other, eat good food, have some drinks. For those of you always watch shopping, happy hunting. Thanks for spending time with us, and we will see you next week.